We in the United States have a very unique past and a very unique origin. And as a result of that, we've had a very unique destiny because we are the only nation in the world that was born during a time when large numbers of people were discovering the power of God. Um, all other nations have been born and have lived under the curse of worldly power. Uh, so um, Lord Acton said power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. So that's one of the most famous little sayings in the world because it's so <laughs> true. And, and yet God provided another power source. So that's what we want to talk about here today, the unique thing that the, the lesson that Americans have learned about power sources. Um, it's, it's what our founders learned before they came to America that I want to talk about and how that influenced America and caused us to learn some lessons that are extremely valuable for us to remember today. Okay, I was in Scotland two years ago, and I met a guy named Tom Lenny, who's the number one researcher on revivals in Scotland, uh, great awakenings in Scotland. Um, and he wrote a book called uh, Scotland, Land of Many Revivals, plus two other books that trace every single power move of God in the history of Scotland over the last oh, 500 years or so. And um, so he's the number one guy for, for knowing what God has done in his country's history. And uh, he, he really tracks so well and so accurately uh, how God started to move in Scotland starting with George Wishart and, and then John Knox. And there, there were just uh, a series of moves of God. We would call them revivals um, in which God, just his power, his authority, his word, just were manifested in waves of revival, one after another after another. And then that bled down into England to some degree. So that uh, people in the north had discovered principles of walking in the power of God. And that's, that those are very different principles from walking in worldly power. So, But in England, the opposite lessons were being learned. In England, the English decided to go along with a doctrine called the divine right of kings. And so they ended up trusting in the power of the king. So a whole series of kings on the lineage or the dynasty of the Stuarts, uh, James, Charles, and Charles II, um, and then followed by a very short uh, rule of James II. Um, but these were the Stuart kings, and they demanded obedience to everything they said, and that included in the church. And if you disagreed with anything they said and the, the, the rules that were passed down through uh, the Archbishop of Canterbury and the Parliament, 
um, then you were guilty of treason and the, and, and the English Christians would do bad things to you um, if you were relying on the power of God. So you got the power of the king in the south and the power of God in the north. And these two groups of people just did not understand each other because they had two different power sources that they were going for. And as a result, the English church uh, drove a lot of people out of England and Scotland. And guess where they came? They came to America. Many of them came to America. They might have gone to the Netherlands first, but then they came to America. And so the people who came to America because of the persecution of the English church were people who believed in the power of God. And the people who came to the south, like Virginia, maybe Maryland, and south of there were established Anglicans. They were the established church who believed in the king. So two groups of Christians came here, but the ones in the north knew how to pray, and they knew how to rely on the power of God. So the power of God starts with a life of surrender, and prayer, and humbling ourselves before Jesus who humbled himself. The the servant is not greater than the master. So a, a whole new set of principles being born. And then the ones in the south were content with what I call power and might Christianity, the, the, the marriage of the church and the state. So what we had was people who prayed and relied on the power of God, a very important principle that was at the heart of the birth of our nation. And, and, and we're unique. We are unique in that way. So um, our country was the first country to actually be born out of that awareness because we had so many people here who had been persecuted uh, for that very thing. Um, They weren't willing to trust in the power of the king because they had met the real king, the king of kings. And they actually believed that the king of their country should be in obedience to that king. And the, the kings just didn't go along with that theory at all. And so you got a major problem here. And that transferred right over to us. And we had to deal with that as our nation was formed. Um, I'll probably uh, teach about that in the next video. But the main thing I want to say to to you today, um, that I happen to be writing about this in Glory Through Time, Volume 2, right now. So it's really on my heart. Uh, But it's not time for us to turn away from the basic things that our founding fathers believed in. They believed in actually tamping down worldly power so that we could rely on the power of God as our main source of power. So they developed a whole system of government where no one person was permitted to have too much power, worldly power. Because if you put that ring of power on your finger, two things happen that you didn't you, you didn't rely on, you didn't count on, you didn't expect. You disappear, 
and the enemy gets a hold of you and starts to work on you and change you. And uh, that's not a thing we want to have happen in our country. Instead, what Jesus did was to to provide an alternative power source, the Holy Spirit. He said, stay in the city until you receive power from on high. And so that is where Christians are different from other people. And our country is different from other countries because we were founded on that principle of relying on the power of God, tamping down worldly power. So, I want to rely I want to ask you to remember that principle and to live by it uh, yourself as as I am doing and as best we can surrendering our lives to God learning the way of prayer trusting him t- for for his salvation and his transformation of our country And I believe that once again, we are going to see how much more important the power of God is than any worldly philosophy or any worldly power would be.